Now it's time for the business news with Ananzaki. Thank you, Jane Atamarie. In this morning's business news, an economic contraction on the cards, infrastructure firm eyes international expansion, and the latest from the financial markets. Numbers due out this week could show a shock contraction in the economy at the end of last year. Forecasts for the fourth quarter point to gross gross domestic product falling 0.3% or perhaps slightly more. The Reserve Bank forecasts growth of 0.7%. Third quarter growth was a bumper 2%. Expectations are construction, retail, manufacturing and transport services are shrinking and a modest lift in tourism but still below pre-COVID levels. ANZ senior economist Miles Workman says the numbers will have lots of statistical noise and forecasts come with the usual health warning. There's this big part of the economy that we don't have good indicators on and they they typically tend to be for the services industries uh, and the services industries do tend to be a bit more stable from a quarter-on-quarterly growth perspective. So while we are expecting uh, a weaker headline GDP print, A lot of that's actually driven by the components of GDP that do tend to be more volatile. So that's things like construction activity, manufacturing, etc. That's ANZ senior economist Miles Workman. An infrastructure company is eyeing international expansion after its latest takeover deal. Shape Group has acquired a backup energy systems provider dependable power for an undisclosed amount. Shape is owned by Still Limited, the New Zealand organisation of the wealthy Fukutake family, led by Hideaki Fukutake, son of Japanese billionaire Soichiro. Shape chief executive Andrew Edwards sees the takeover of dependable power creates an international pathway for Shape. One of the benefits of the acquisition of dependable power is it does come with a small operation in Fiji. Uh, they have a registered legal entity business in Fiji. So certainly providing services through the Pacific uh, and potentially looking at uh, Australia as well, the energy market is of interest to us. Uh, and there could be, uh, we're already in discussions from our technologies business about opportunities in both America and Australia. That's Shape Group Chief Executive Andrew Edwards. Consumers could pick up the tab for electricity lines repairs after Cyclone Gabrielle unless the government taps into climate adaption funds. Lines companies' repair bills may hit $100 million, more than the limit allowed by the sector's regulator, the Commerce Commission. The Commission could be asked to lift that cap, but consumers would ultimately foot the bill. EY Oceania Energy Director Angela Ozier says there's another option, use funds in the emissions trading scheme intended for climate adaption. Is there a case for us to open up that to allow for companies to bid into for these adaptation and resilience projects so that that burden of future-proofing the network for adaptation, resilience and greater electrification isn't falling directly onto consumers right now when we've got a cost-of-living crisis and we've just got people hit by cyclones? Angela Ozier says otherwise lines companies could defer planned work to make the network more resilient. Well, turning to the markets, Wall Street's main indices closed lower to end the week as investors ran for the exit doors. Uh, Lots of concern about the health of US banks after the shutdown of Silicon Valley Bank. 
The Dow Jones fell 1.1%, S&P 500 fell 1.5% and the Nasdaq down 1.8%. NZX Top 50 index uh, took another big tumble on Friday, fell 99 points, about 0.8% to 11,727. The New Zealand dollar, 61.4 US cents, 93.3 Australian, just under 51 British pence, 0.576 euro, 82.8 yen and 4.23 yuan. Brent crude oil fell 14 cents or 0.2% to 82 US dollars, 64 a barrel, and gold up 38 dollars, 1,873 US dollars an ounce. I'll have updated numbers around half past eight.